0: What's on the menu with Adrian Abraham on Money FM 89.3? It's Money FM 89.3, and joining me on the show today is Gabriel Goh. He's the co owner of Allegria Singapore, which is an establishment serving up non traditional Latin food and cocktails. Gabriel, welcome to Money FM. How are you? Hi,
1: I'm good, Adrian. Thank you.
0: So, Gabriel, before we talk about what's on the menu at Allegria, tell me a little bit more about the group because I believe it's based out of the Philippines.
1: Yep, that's correct. So Allegra, or for the entire company, we're called Grupo Allegra, which means just uh, the Allegra Group. So we have founded the company a few years back by my friend, Chef Charles. Uh, currently, we have two outlets in Manila, Allegra Manila and Cafe Allegra. And we have one, which our flagship, outside of the Philippines, which is the one that I'm managing, Allegra Singapore.
0: So you said, of course, this is their first adventure outside of the Philippines. And, you know, what was your inspiration for bringing Allegria to Singapore?
1: The inspiration for bringing a to Singapore is because I really love the work culture that and company culture that Charles really instilled in the company itself. Really look internally for promotions, you know. In, in, back in Manila, we've never hired chefs. We've only hired dishwashers and we've been training them up to be line cooks and CDPs, you know. And that really what's making me join Charles in the first place, you know. And that's really rare to see in the F&B world nowadays, yeah.
0: We are living in very different times. I understand Charles was meant to be here in Singapore to help you open up Allegria, but how have you managed to survive without him in terms of the kitchen? How have you been able to make sure that the food is exactly the same as it is in Allegria, Philippines?
1: That's a really good question, Adrian. You know, honestly, I, I mean, I've been. I told you when you came. You know, it's been honestly, it's been a struggle. I wouldn't say it's really easy, but. Having the constant communication between me, my kitchen team and my front of house team. And we have weekly meetings with Charles. So when we really can address uh, issues when it comes to the food, like the taste wise, you know, how it's being done. Even how, especially when it's, how it's being presented. Uh, Charles is really a stickler for how food is going to be looking, you know, so yeah. Just having constant Zoom meetings every other week, that really helps. Uh, You know, that's what's the best that he can do right now with the pandemic and everything.
0: Yeah, I remember when we first met at Potato Head and you told me about the idea and about the vision that you had. And I was, of course, excited to see it. But you pushed back the opening dates quite a few times. What were some of the reasons behind this decision to open when you did, which was in April?
1: So I did push back the opening dates a few times because first, you know, we had to really look at the budget and you know, and the timeline of the project. You know, a lot of the delays that popped up were because of due to site conditions. When we wanted to renovations, you know, we had to relook really at the site conditions and really plan it properly. You know, second thing, another thing that was hard was really getting the licenses to run an S and B space in Singapore. You know, I had to wait for the exhaust, uh, license to an exhaust, build licensable exhaust, which takes about, you know, it took us about two months to really get it. So, that really pushed back the project quite a bit.
0: Yeah, now that the establishment has opened up, of course, it's been no easy ride for you. But the first day you opened up Allegria, what was the reception like?
1: The reception was honestly really great. I mean, especially from the people around me, like you, who've already known about Allegria, you know, ever since I've been talking about it. So, yeah, it's been really great. I really feel the love and support from, you know, people around me. But even for the newcomers to Allegra, you know, I could see, like, they're really feeling out the b- vibes and everything. And, you know, that's what Allegra is, you know.
0: Yeah, it is a great establishment. And, of course, very well located. I love the Kyongsek area. And Allegria is right next to Burnt Hens, just below the Elephant Room as well. So, tell me a little bit about, you know, during this whole time, while planning for Allegria, because you used to work at Kilo. So that little transition period, what were you doing to keep yourself occupied before you opened up Allegria?
1: You know, I resigned uh, early last October, if I remember. So yeah, I started planning Allegria already way before that. Other than those things, I used to do consultancy for a few bars and restaurants, mainly in KL, as well as Jakarta. No, but just freelance stuff, you know, developing a beverage menu, deciding how the workflow is going to be, the front of house, taking a look at the menu and whether, you know, the alcohol and uh, food pairing is all okay.
0: We're in conversation with Gabriel Goh, co-owner of Allegria Singapore, which is an establishment serving up non-traditional Latin food and cocktails. Gabriel, the food and the cocktails, of course, we must talk about them because they are quite different. You came up With the cocktail menu, you handcrafted this menu from scratch. Tell me your inspiration behind this menu.
1: For the cocktail menu, you know, like I took the Mm -hmm. first menu they had back in Allegra Manila, the first one they ever came up with, you know, and really put my expertise and knowledge into it. So I really wanted to, you know, retain the roots of what Allegra was, like having the sangria. Because uh, Allegra Manila, we used to be known for serving nine different sangrias. But after going through the rebranding, you know, i took taking the cocktail menu to really elevate the flavours and the presentation. And yeah, just, you know, always remember to going back to our roots of what Allegra really is.
0: And give me a couple of recommendations from your cocktail menu as well.
1: I could really recommend like one or two. The first one I recommend is called the Leche de Noche, which translates to milk of the night, which is my take on espresso martini. So we have uh, vodka, rum, espresso, chocolate bitters, and Dolce de Leche, which is a Latin sweetener. And, you know, uh, next we have the Mahangarita, which Mahang stands for spicy in Tagalog. And, you know, we have jalapeno-filled tequila, we have control, we have lime juice, orange juice, you know, shaken up real good and served with the savory rim that Adrian really knows really well and he knows it. You know, uh, it's made with dehydrated jalapenos, periccate, sea salt, onion powder, and garlic powder, you know, just to give it a little savory touch.
0: It's an incredibly innovative menu that you've, you know, handcrafted. Allegra will not be complete without the tacos as well. I, of course, have my favorites, but what can you recommend to first-timers heading to Allegra? What should they try?
1: So, you know, if you're a first-timer at Allegra, you know, take it easy. You know, uh, try the koreana which, and harponesa. You know, these are the two staples of Allegra, you know. These two tacos have been the pillars ever since uh, we opened up in Allegra Manila 3-4 years ago. So, you know, those are a good start. Alright, so for the koreana taco, we have prawn that's been deep fried in a ing beer butter, served with a homemade kimchi, samjang aioli and esquites, which is smoked corn. And next, we have harponesa which is steak that's been char-grilled on the live grill that we have, served with a wasabi aioli, mango salsa, eskites again, red cabbage slaw, and furikake. And we have newer things on the menu as well for the tacos, which is the barbacoa, which is our take on a chicken satay taco. And, you know, we have one more called the sisik taco, which is the most iconic Filipino food, street food, you know, put in a taco, basically.
0: Yeah, very detailed descriptions, and they taste just as good.
1: What else? Say, I
0: wanted to try some of the main courses, which I didn't have time to because I was already quite full up from you know having all the tacos and the drinks as well. Give me a must try dish from the main course.
1: Yeah, and the must try dish from the main course, you really have to try the feijoada, which is our braised pork belly. You know, uh, it's our take on uh, the Brazilian dish. You know, it's a pork belly that's been braised. And we serve it with uh, black bean dew and masa forofa, which is toasted cassava flour with muscovado sugar and salt, served with burnt honey oranges and grapes.
0: Incredible food indeed. Gabriel, tell me a little bit about the decor at Allegra.
1: Yeah, for the decor and the, you know, how Allegra Singapore really looks, uh, again, going back to the fact that we didn't want to forget how Allegra started, the roots of it all. So we took that as a, you know, a benchmark and we just put our own take on it. So me and Charles have been discussing ever since the planning stage how we wanted it to look like. So without, you know, retaining a bit of the traditional Latin but putting our own spin on it and making it look as progressive as possible. Which is why uh, if you come to Allegra Singapore, you'll notice like the paintings, the murals done in a basket style. Uh, you know, in uh, favor of the artists that we love so much, John Michael's Basket. Uh, you know, the pops of the blue, pops of the red, and really going that street art route that we do.
0: Yeah, the decor is also quite a work of art. Gabriel, I know you have recently just opened up Allegri, and it's Allegra Singapore and it's still in its early days. But, you know, you're the sole bartender, but you also look after a lot of the operations, particularly the back end and the kitchen as well. And also, you're walking around making sure all the customers are having a great time. Of course, that must get tiring after a while. So how do you keep up the sort of motivation and, uh, you know, remain as positive?
1: Well, having a good team around me really helps to... Support me, you know. Having a good team, they I can really trust them to do a lot of things. That frees me up to be able to know, have a interaction with customers. And yeah, this is what I'm really thankful for, you know.
0: Brilliant. And just before I let you go, Gabriel, when customers visit Allegria, Singapore, what do you want their biggest takeaway to be?
1: If you are new to Allegria, Singapore, you know, the biggest takeaway, I just want for you to come and have fun, you know, that's it. You know, you can really have a really good day, a really bad day, but, you know, just come in, enjoy some drinks, enjoy the food, enjoy the music, and really soak in the atmosphere of what Allegra really is. And, you know, just come in through the Allegra with us.
0: Yeah, and you'll certainly have a great time, man. Gabriel is a great host, and he'll make sure that you leave not having any regrets we've been in conversation with gabriel go he's a co-owner of allegria singapore which is an establishment serving up non-traditional latin food and cocktails gabriel thank you so much for your time and i wish you the best in your future endeavors
1: thank you adrian thank you so much
0: to listen to more great interviews download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app that's a w e d i o available on google play or the app store